morning, LinkedIn. Good morning, Robert. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Good morning, LinkedIn, and good morning, Doreen. Yes. Good morning, everyone. We are super happy to be back for another live episode of Good Morning LinkedIn. As usual, use the comment section to introduce yourself. Let us know where you are tuning in from. And today we are talking about a topic that should be quite interesting for a lot of you because we are talking about networking and how to network in the new world of work. So if you have been challenged uh, with communicating, building relationships online, offline, then the time is now to ask your questions, to share your experiences, because we have quite a few things that we want to share with you today. And um, I just want to let you know that the topic of today was inspired by my book, networking in the new world of work so this is a re-edition um, i have completed the book to make it more relevant when it comes to helping you networking in the new world of work so robert let me tell you something when i moved to canada 12 years ago i was new fresh in the country you know and i didn't have much experience i was a young graduate but people, everyone, people would tell me, if you want to find a job, you need to network. If you want to be successful, you need to network. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting. That shouldn't be complicated. So back in time, prior COVID, of course, I used to attend a lot of events, talk to as many people as possible, you know, gather like a bunch of business cards, and then nothing would happen. I didn't know what to do with those business cards. I, I didn't know the people behind those business cards. I didn't know what to say, what to ask. So I was like, what's really the point of networking? But I really, really discovered the true meaning and the power of networking when I moved to North America. So what's your experience with networking? Is that something that is natural for you? Is that something that you have always done? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> networking is probably one of the hardest things that uh, that you can do. Um, and I think it's because it's so different depending on your age, your location, yeah. you know, how you were raised, the company that you're working for. And you're constantly having to figure out the environment that you're in and how to best network and talk to people in that environment. So, no. Networking is not something that I've always been good at, and sometimes now I'm still not good at it. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and you know, so let's imagine if it was challenging for us, and for those of you watching the show, the live or the replay, let us know, how do you feel with networking? Is that something that you feel comfortable doing? Is that something you had to learn? Or is that something that mm, 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 you feel like it's not for you because you are an introvert? So imagine how challenging it was before the pandemic and now with the pandemic. So let me let me let me tell you, let me read you something here, because, you know, like since we are working online, this new world of work, we are working online. Some of you may go back to the office here in Canada. People were supposed to go back to the office early 2022, but with the new variant of uh, coronavirus, like they are pushing back. So now it's been more than two years that people 
haven't put one foot <laughs> in their office. And let me tell you something here. The COVID-19 pandemic have accelerated the shift to online working. That was something already happening. We know it. But it hasn't diminished our desire for authentic human connection. We need those connections, right? It has, however, made it much more, much more harder for us to network with colleagues, clients, and business partners. The pandemic has adversely affected our opportunities for networking and why many of us are looking forward to eventually someday going back to the office, at least part-time. Uh, we, we, we are looking to have more face-to-face -face contact, right, in the workplace. And the virtual practices aren't going nowhere. They are here to stay and they are going to stay for the longest time. So the goal for the conversation today is really to provide you the tips you know, practical tips, but also to share our experiences. Robert and I, we have discussed off uh, camera about some experience, interesting, but not so good experiences <laughs> that we have, uh, that we had with networking. And we want to share it with you just to let you know that if you are challenged with networking, you are not alone. And the first thing, Robert, and that's a mistake that I was guilty of, I used to network only when I needed it. So my networking approach was quite self-centered, right? Yep. And this is a mistake that a lot of us do. Because if you wait until you need to, or you need something to network, this is already mm -hmm. too late because networking takes time, building relationship and building trust takes time. So is that something that is that a mistake that you did also, uh, 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 Robert, or is that something that no, you were always proactive in the way you were building relationships? So I was always proactive. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> For me, yeah. I was the perfect guy. Listen, people. You no, know, yeah, I think that's something that we've all been guilty of because we we viewed historically we viewed networking as something that you do when you want a job. But yeah. realistically, networking is something that you do when you want to establish productive relationships with people, when you want to build a community of folks that you can help and that can help you, too. And that's why I always say when it comes to networking, you got to identify what you can give, but also identify what you need. And then whatever it is that you can give, just start giving immediately, start mm -hmm. giving just immediately in that way. You're already in a community of folks and you all are sharing resources. You're just sharing, you know, people, places, things, knowledge. But yeah, if you start networking when you need a job, it's a little bit too late at that point. But you know, that's interesting what you're seeing because it means that you have to be proactive and strategic. And being strategic, like it's not a dirty word. Like you can be genuine when building relationships and still being strategic. So what do I mean by that? It means that you have to reverse engineer the process. You know, maybe you are you have a good job now, but you know that uh, three years from now you want to change career. You want to maybe upgrade your career. You want to change industry. No matter what the situation is, you have to be proactive. Look at what you want to achieve six months, one year, two years, three years from now, and reverse engineer the process. So once you reverse engineer the process, you are in the now. So you got to know who are the people you want and you need to build a relationship with, right? 
who are the people that you can contribute to their success, but that you know you will be able to build a win-win relationships. So when the time comes for you to ask for a referral, uh, you know, to make the ask, no matter what the ask is, you are already in this relationship and you have been contributing and giving, nurturing the relationship. So it's not about making an ask where, and I know a lot of people feel uncomfortable doing it. It's just like you're having a casual conversation and because you have been building your support system proactively, again, it supports, it's about supporting one another. When it's your time to ask for support, it will just come naturally, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, you make a really good point by being selective of the people that you put in your network. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have these massive networks where they claim they know hundreds of thousands of people, but you really don't. And that's why I say you got to maintain quality over quantity. Like yeah. my network of close people is fairly small. I know a lot of people, uh, but you know, you have to maintain a network full of quality people, people that you vetted, people that understand you, people that you understand, but quality over quantity. Exactly. And when you favor quality over quantity, it's even it's easier. It makes it easier for you to build and maintain and nurture this network. You cannot like genuinely nurture relationships with 150 people <laughs> right you may know all of them and appreciate and respect all of them of course even more than 150 people but your support system should be selective and should be really really about you know being the strong uh, uh the strong how we say uh, i'm losing my word but that should be like the strong support system here close to you very few people but you guys know that you can support one another Another thing also that, you know, we noticed and Rob and I, we have talked about off camera is, and we have noticed is, you know, now that we are, we don't have as much like face-to-face -face interaction, you know, and that everything is happening behind the camera, behind the screen. It's becoming for some of you and for some people more and more challenging to communicate. And, you know, I realized it personally, and this is an experience that I'm sharing with you. And let us know in the comment if you have experienced uh, like the same or something similar. Is you know when people reach out to me via DM, they they would just say, for example, hi, and nothing. I'm like, but would, would you like in person? Like you want to communicate the same way you would communicate in person, right? Would you say to someone in face to face, hi, and go? No. You wouldn't. And so that's exactly the way uh, many, many people communicate online, actually. And I know you had and I had like so many uh, experiences with DMs where people are reaching out to me. But clearly, I can see and I can feel that they don't know how to uh, start the conversation or how to introduce yourself or how to, you know, simply tell me uh, why they, they are contacting me. And I'm sure you have experienced this one. Yeah, all the time. You know, the the high emails are always funny because if you send an email to someone and you just say hi, stop doing that. Because now what you've done is you've transferred your job onto someone else. There's something that you want to ask them for. 
whether it's a little bit of time to explain something to you, whether to pitch your product or service to them. And now when you just say hi, you're expecting them to respond back and do the job that you should be doing. So stop doing that. Learn how to communicate what it is that you need. That goes back to what we said earlier. Figure out what you need from your community and then also figure out what you can give to your community. But I get a lot of those high emails at least once or twice a week. Just hi. Like, well, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Woo. Hey. <laughs> can you hear me? Is there someone there? <laughs> Okay, and so let me let, let let us look at the comment because we have quite a few comments uh, today. So good morning, everyone. Uh, good morning. Thank you for sure for joining us. And we have Shannon who says I definitely struggle with networking. It was something I had to learn. And uh, Emily also said it did not come naturally. I had to learn. Right. Um, hello, everyone. Who else is? he's in the place oh we have people coming from indonesia thank you everyone for showing up today let's make 2022 awesome together yes that's the vibe and that's what we are here for farah Lawrence says yes it is difficult to connect with people online and yes the high is awkward and we have a question from sofian hi sofian thank you for asking your question it's nice to see you again how to contact back a person that you worked with for some years, month? Great contact, contact, but you have a, you have some negative thought. She will not answer. Do not remember me, etc. Oh, that's a good question, uh, uh, Sofian. And um, um, that's a question that actually I receive a lot from uh, people when it comes to networking. You know, it's how do I? Uh, maintain the relationship or how do i re reconnect with people right because you don't want to feel like oh yeah she's connecting or he's connecting with me because he wants something and the thing is first of all those are limiting self-belief that you have sofian okay those are your own limiting self-belief and oftentimes we are coming in our own way so i want you to put your self-limiting belief aside because truly you don't know, <laughs> right? So you don't know, maybe she does remember you. Maybe she has good memory with you. And you know, if she doesn't, that's okay. You know, when you, when you reconnect with her, you reintroduce yourself, right? Hey, I'm Sofian. Uh, I used to work in this department. We have worked on this project together. And I realize it's been some times uh, that, um, you know, I haven't seen you or that we haven't talked. So I'm just, um, you know, and this is, the, this is the new year. So if you want to reconnect with people, this is the time to do it because you can simply send your best wishes to people for the new year. So that's a genuine, nice, kind, non-pushy way to reconnect with people. Rob, yeah. what do you want to say to, to Sofian? All right. So let me just add to that by saying, first, just do it. Yeah. And here's why I say that. So you typed up a nice question to us. How long would it have taken you to type up an email to that person? Now, think about that. That would have taken maybe five minutes. How long have you been worrying about it? 
truthfully, you've been worrying about it longer than it would have taken you to send an email and possibly get an answer. And now you don't have an answer and you're still worrying, which is worse, worrying about it without an answer or typing up an email and sending an email and possibly getting an answer. And also, after a certain period of time, if you don't get a response, that is an answer. But either way, you have closure versus just sitting here being apprehensive about it. So just do it. Just do it. That's the thing. Worst case scenario, she what? She doesn't answer or she says she's not interested, but there is a stronger chance that if she's not, she won't answer. That's it. That's all. And so actually she has a follow-up question and I do believe we partially answered that question. How about what you want to ask something? There is, there is, this is the blocking point. And that's the thing, you know, first email, you don't want to ask something in the first email or the first DM that you send to someone. As we have been discussing, Rob and I, building relationship is about providing value. So the first email could be, and I'm going, I'm giving you here a concrete example. The first email could be you sending her your best wishes for the new year. That's one. Okay. There is a strong chance that she will respond, right? If she's polite. <laughs> then you know, you can say, oh, you know, depending on what the person do, you can, so for example, send her an article that you came across and that you think that she would be interested in reading this article, right? You are providing value. You can simply ask her, like, you know, that you want, you can simply be honest that you want to rebuild the relationship. And if there is anything that you can do for her to support, to support her, her project, no matter what she's doing, let her know that you are present. You know, again, it's really about just being genuine, being kind and having an interest in what people do and how you can support them, right? And then when it comes the time to make the ask, it will just come naturally because you have positioning yourself from a place of service network and i think you know the, the the blocking point here is that a lot of people feel uncomfortable networking and making the ask because they feel and they position themselves unconsciously from a place of asking taking from the other person but if you start communicating with people by positioning yourself from a place of service you are giving you are here to support so, you know, then it comes naturally. And even the person on the other side will say, hey, if you need anything in return, don't hesitate to, you know, let me know. And that's the kind of relationship that Rob and I, we have. Like sometimes I, I, I remember when I would need to ask for advice, I would say, hey, are you available for a 15-minute call? He would say, yes, I'm here. And vice versa, you know, I always let him know that if he needs anything, like if I can support him in any way, just to let me know and I will do it, right? So you just have to let people know also, you know, it's not like a secret, something that you want to hide behind, like just be honest and transparent with people. Yeah, well, and, and here's the thing too. If you had a decent relationship with them in the past and you just want to catch up, I would do the ask in the first email, but I would acknowledge, hey, look, we hadn't spoken in a while. I dropped the ball. I'm really I'm working on ABC. Here's what I would like to run by you because now it gets it out of the way. And now I know what you want from me. Now, if you don't know me, don't send me an email asking for something the first time we talk. But if we know each other, yeah, and we've worked together, 
why not just go for the ask? Because that is really why you're contacting me. It's it's okay. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, exactly. And so so I, I guess we have provided provided a good answer, a strong answer. Love it. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, uh, uh, Sofiane. And we have another comment here from uh, Shannon who says, I think people are afraid of rejection, which is why people don't even reach out. Yeah, but why are you afraid of rejection? Again, if you have been building this relationship with this person for quite some time. So again, if you are afraid, I do believe it's because you are waiting maybe until the last minute to nurture the relationship. And that's something that actually I share. I really share the plan, the strategy in this book on how you can start a relationship, maintain, nurture the relationship, and so, you know, you can create a strong support system. But you know what, Doreen? Here's the bigger thing. If you're afraid to reach out because you're afraid of rejection from someone else, what you're actually doing is rejecting yourself because you're not getting your goals accomplished. So just do it. I mean, I know I make it sound so simple, but you have to remove fear. When you remove fear, you just start doing stuff. And, and most of never... the fear, and the most of the fear that you have in your like are in your mind. You created those fears. Like yeah. you don't have anything like to be like scared of outside of the ideas that you put in your mind. Well, and, and here's the other thing too. Psychological research tells us that people like to help other people. So when you ask people to do a favor for you they actually look at you more favorable. Now, provided that it is something that they like to do and it's something that they're good at, people view you as more favorable because they see that you see something in them. So mm -hmm. when you start really looking at human behavior and how we actually operate, we actually operate differently from the way our initial instincts tell us we operate. That's, that's, that's very true. And uh, we have a few more comments from Wendy who says it has been a matter of priority because of workload or family life, but I'm trying to change that. Yes. Let me talk. Let me share something here. Uh, in the book. Also, I talk about how men and women network differently, how we can network together, communicate together. That's one thing, but how we network differently. And studies have shown that it's even more challenging for women to network. And that's I'm, I'm glad that you are sharing this with us, Wendy. It's because, you know, men, the way they operate, most of them, okay? Like they will do business, they will work, and they will be friends with the same group of people, right? So basically they have one list, a strong list with people like, they hang out outside of work, they work together, they do business together and so on, right? As for women, it's different. For most women, again, and studies are, are, are available if you are interested. We women, we have two lists. We have the professional lists and we have the personal lists. And the two lists, they don't join together, okay? We really separate the way we do business and the people we do business with and the people like, we are friends and family members. So it double actually our workload when it comes to networking and being able to, to you know to create a strong support system. So when it comes to, so when it comes to then prioritizing networking, oh my friend is gone. Here you back. 
when it comes to prioritizing networking, then it comes down the list of priority because we have so much more to do. Okay. And that's something also I'm talking in the book because this is important to know that our perception as women of networking is more social, whereas for men, it's more business oriented, mixing social and business together. So that's interesting. Yeah, that is. Hmm, I've never thought about that. That is interesting. Um, that is very, very interesting. Uh, so did I did I did I taught you something today? Did you learn something from me today? Oh, I learned something <laughs> every Saturday, Doreen. But you know, and here, here I'll tell you something funny now. So, well, maybe not funny, but just something a little personal. So when we talk about networking and keeping in touch with people and things like that, so you just you just put up uh, Wendy's statement. So now Wendy is an old friend of mine. I went, I met Wendy in 1998, I think it was, Wendy. Now, if Wendy would have called me today and say that she needed something, if it was something that I could give her, I'm there. I'm doing it. She doesn't have to, you know, butter me up or anything. And that's what I was saying earlier. If you've had good relationships with people and you still know them, you don't have to go through the, hey, it's been a long time. Hey, no. What do you need? Because literally, if she, if she needed something today, I'm there. So um, don't be afraid. Yeah, I know I'm going back to that earlier question, but it's just something when I see people paralyzed in fear, it just it it, it kind of disappoints me because I, I want people to move past their fear and get get over it. Just just do it. Just do it. Keep it simple. And Farah says, in some cases, transparency is key. Just being honest sometimes is the best bet. Some people may think it's not authentic. Like, yeah, like, be you. And, and you know, that's the thing. Like, you don't want to start building relationship pretending to be someone you are not. Because you do believe that's what people want to see with, from you. You believe that's how you should behave. No, because at some point, they will figure it out. And once they will figure it out, like it will burn the bridge that you have been trying to build. So just be you, be authentic, right? And and just like do it as, as Robert says. Now, the way men and women network together, okay? I have like so many stories as a woman working in a male dominated environment going to networking event by myself i have so many stories that i could share about how <laughs> it didn't go well okay and i'm sure uh, many women in the audience uh have at least one experience uh trying to connect with men you know having comments and people expecting different things that were not very professional but i would like to share an experience that i had uh, while uh, during a, an e-person event and um, actually, I was sharing it with, with Rob uh, before we, we went live. And Rob was telling me that he had a similar experience. So that's very interesting. And we are going to share it with you. So I was at an event, a fancy networking event. It was one of my very few networking events. I went there, you know, a lot of people just say hi, you know, trying to introduce myself the way I could, like, like that wasn't easy, but I was trying, I was really trying hard and pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. And I came across this group of men, gentlemen, right? Gentlemen, suits, working in finance, successful guys. And they were very nice with me. 
And so I was like, oh, okay, so, you know, that's not that bad. And so at some point, one of them uh, offered me a drink. And I don't drink alcohol, okay? I don't. So I said politely, thank you, I don't drink alcohol, but I will take a juice or water, that would be fine. And the person insisted, and I said, no, I really don't drink alcohol. And so the person started to be upset. And the group, actually, the group started to be upset, looking at me like, what's wrong with you? And it made me feel very, very uncomfortable. But I was like, you know, you know what, that's okay. I will just ignore it and I will I will try to keep you know talking to these people. But what happened is that suddenly we were talking and when they realized that I would I wouldn't take a drink of alcohol, they just all turned their back on me like this at the same time. And I felt I felt so so bad that I left the event and I went home crying that day. I felt miserable. And you know, the worst part is I felt like I did something wrong. I felt like there was something wrong with me because I was not able, able to, you know, to, to integrate this group of, of men and, you know, to be like them or whatever, whatever. I was sharing this experience with, 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 with Rob. And, you know, I can also tell experiences about, you know, situations where uh, uh, some men would, uh, ask me for more than just a conversation, right? So how do you behave? How do you, but you know that you want to build relationships. You know that you need this, some of these people in your network. So how do you handle it? How do you do it? And that's something that I talk also about in this book. As men and as women, how as, as a gentleman, you can, you know, uh, present yourself and, and start networking with women. Because I know also for you, the gentlemen out there, this is challenging, especially since the events that have occurred over the past years. Uh, and as a woman, how can we protect ourselves but still build those relationships? So share a little bit more about your experience uh, uh, on this matter, uh, Rob. Yeah, I think, I think group dynamics are extremely important and group dynamics can differ based on age, race, gender, location, you know, socioeconomic conditions. But yeah, I can recall being in a position where we were out at an event where people were drinking beer. Now, I don't drink beer. Uh, I prefer the hard stuff. No, that was a joke. <laughs> well, actually, it wasn't. But but no, I don't. I don't drink beer. So we're sitting around, and they were like, "Here, have a beer." Nope, don't want a beer. Here, have a beer. Nope, don't want a beer. And I could see the same thing happening. Oh, he doesn't want to drink a beer. He must be approved. I mean. You know, personally, I like bourbon, but uh, topic of discussion for another day. <laughs> but yeah, because I didn't want to drink with the group, you could see a shift in the group dynamics. Yeah. But I think what we all have to do is determine what we are and are not willing to do and then establish our boundaries. And then a lot of us have boundaries, but what we do is we fail to communicate them effectively to others and we expect others to read our minds and then we get mad when they can't read our minds. So establish your boundaries and then communicate your boundaries. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And um, once you are clear uh, on your boundaries, it's easier for you then to navigate the world of networking because you know what you are willing to do 
and what you are not willing to do. So no matter, once you are clear on your intention, your why and your boundaries and what you want to achieve, hence the importance of reverse engineer the process, it makes it easier for you because you are more, effect, more effective and more focused on the people, the building relationships with the right people. And that's something that I didn't know. And that's something I wish I knew. I would have like <laughs> saved a right. lot of time and energy. So, so when did you when did you get to a point where you realized that setting boundaries was an issue? I, I've, I've had the same experience too, where I just didn't know how to set them. You know what? I'm stubborn, so I, it took me a, a quite a few burning like experience <laughs> where like that went that that didn't go well at all to realize that okay, I need to change something about it. But it all shifted when I realized that. I didn't have the right approach about networking, but I had to be strategic about networking. When I realized that networking was a tool that I had to master in, in order to leverage it, like it changed my entire approach. It, it changed the entire dynamic. So now I wouldn't even like waste time and energy trying to talk to people. I really didn't have to talk to because I was so focused on building relationships with the right people you know, the people I share the same set of values, the people like um, that I am inspired by, the people that I know that I can support, that, that they can support me in return, that once you are clear, and that's the first two chapters, I believe, of, of this book, it's your why, and setting, like developing your strategy, being clear on your objectives and intention. Because once you are clear about what you want to achieve and who you need to connect with in order to achieve your goals, then you get rid of all this guesswork. You, you, you get rid of all these like situations that can make you, uh, that, that are embarrassing and all of this because you focus your time and energy building relationships with the right people. And this is how you create a powerful support system. All good here. So we are a little bit over again, but I feel like that was a great conversation. And thank you everyone for uh, engaging, commenting, and sharing your experience with networking. Again, the topic of today was inspired by uh, the re-edition of my book, Networking in the New World of Work. So um, it's a practical guide, okay? It's not a book that you will be reading. It's a practical guide and you have six steps inside of this book that you will go through one by one to help you build your strategy and create a powerful, create and maintain a powerful support system. I will put the link or have put the link um, under the videos. The book is available on Amazon. And so get this book really. This will be a game changer because this is something I wish I knew as someone had shared with me when I had like so many struggles with networking. And especially now that we are working in a world that is hybrid yet. We are like half there, half here. We don't know yet, but still at the end of the day, building relationship is the key to success. But you want to ensure that you do it the right way with the right people. How was it? That was a mouthful. <laughs> Summarized it quite nicely. Hey, you know what? Here's what I'll say. 
for you guys who just heard Doreen tell you about the power of networking and you just heard her talk about her new book. Go get that book from Amazon. Use it daily to figure out how to navigate the new world of networking because it is going to be interesting now because we're all going to be somewhat hybrid, right? Yeah. So grab that book, learn how to network and tell her what you think. Leave her some reviews too. It's always good to review things after you've gotten something out of it. Yeah, and let us know how it goes. Anyway, we are here no matter what to support you. We will see you next week, Saturday, uh, for a new live episode of Good Morning LinkedIn. But until then, please take care of yourself and have uh, a wonderful day. Bye-bye, everyone. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>